This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The 2003 David talked myself into storing my soybeans. A longtime subscriber paid close attention to my current comments on soybean growing conditions and remembered the similarity to comments that I wrote describing conditions in September 2003. The reason that he remembered is that he still has a chart on his door showing soybean prices responded by rallying from $5.32 in July 2003 to $10.34 by the following April. That was a $5 rally in just a few months. We went back in the records and pulled the Comstock report comments from this corresponding week in 2003 and were struck by the close comparison of conditions described then to today's. Written on September 8, 2003, whatever kind of soybean crop we harvest is limited to the subsoil moisture reserves that existed. Crop condition is collapsing under hot weekend temperatures as plants exhausted their ability to stay alive. Bears say that will accelerate harvest. Rain in the forecast is still just a forecast and too late if it materializes. On September 9th, I wrote, The USDA will likely lower its usage projection with a smaller crop, but the carryover should not increase this year, which is a dramatic change in the appraisal from early July. August 2003 was the driest month in weather history in Iowa. Rains now are too late. We're not convinced that the September crop report will reveal the extent of the damage as it lacks harvest data and damage has worsened since September report surveys were taken. Right now, the Chicago trade is afraid of harvest pressure. The greatest fear for end users will be if there is no harvest pressure as crop shortfalls are realized, unquote. Drought, uh, temperatures, collapsing crop condition, crops finishing on subsoil moisture, condition ratings below the previous years, skepticism over the September report showing the extent of losses, but the trade being focused on anticipated harvest pressure, are all things that could be said about current conditions just like those in 2003. The low in 2003 was made in July at 532, so the soybean market had already come off lows by September. The price of soybeans nearly doubled from the pre-harvest 2003 low to the 1034 April 2004 high. It took the South American harvest in the spring of 2004 to set a top in the market. Crop conditions here this week are continuing to collapse. They are going to finish with whatever subsoil moisture remains available to them. Cool temperatures this week will not stop the deterioration in ratings, and even a rain the following week will be too late to restore anything being lost to yields. It would appear that crop condition ratings will be testing some of the poorest levels on record. The abrupt end to the growing season is the worst possible timing for soybeans. Soybeans are yellowing and some are dropping leaves. They are done when they do that. In the September 7, 2003 Crop Progress Report, 16% of soybeans were dropping leaves, which is identical to this week. There is even some similarity to what would be expected from an early freeze and how the crops were impacted by the double blast furnace-like hits with no rain in August, 95 degree temperatures, 35% humidity, and 25 mile per hour winds sucked the sap out of plants. I was surprised that Illinois condition ratings fell more sharply last week than Iowa's. They had gone up the week before in Illinois, so I had that gain to lose. Last year's corn yield was 173.3 and soybeans 49.5. 
The trends between condition ratings and yield expectations are not identical, but do not diverge that much if condition ratings are well below last year. Yields should be lower too. I think that the data qualifies for 2023 being an El Nino year, 70% of the time it results in an above trend line yield, but that does mean 30% of the time it does not. 2023 appears to be a does not transition year. Based on the El Nino, 80% of Iowa should not be in drought in September with subsoil moisture levels drained. End users responded to the bearish outlook by not doing any front-loading of purchases, expecting a buyer's market. They expected carryovers to grow burdensome and farmers to sell and harvest depressed prices. As the shortness of this crop is realized, end users should have an epiphany that depending on the region, tight stocks are going to last till another year. And the best time to buy is in the rearview mirror. There should be strong harvest buying interest. Basis level should not stay week long. The October production report will reveal the harvest data. I don't think the price of soybeans will double as in 2003 from recent levels, but I think binning soybeans a few months should pay farmers well. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.